Welcome to the Whole Food Vegan Podcast. Exciting vegan food, no crap, no agenda. Helping you enjoy a wonderfully varied, tasty, easy to prepare and nutritious whole food plant-based diet. Simple tip, easy recipes and helpful hints on how to get more enticing vegan meals into your diet. Usually recorded after a bottle of Merlot on a Friday night. Hello and welcome to the Whole Food Vegan Podcast. My name is Mark. G'day, my name's Sue. I'm G- Sheila. <laughs> that, are you, I, I dare you to say that when we're in Australia. Okay, I'll do it. So we're doing uh, a couple of specials on the, the Whole Food Vegan Podcast because we're doing a little bit of travelling and we've got one podcast on Japan, uh, which we stopped at on the way to Australia. And this one is uniquely about Australia. So what we thought we'd do is to give you a little um, insight into what our expectations are of travelling as a vegan to Australia. Then we'll do um, some recording in Australia, perhaps whilst... Having a drink of wine? A tinny around the barbie, oh, probably. Okay. can have a tinny, right. <laughs> um, and then we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tail that when we get back to the UK and we'll do a review. Mm-hmm. So I think if you are thinking of traveling to Australia as a vegan, this is definitely a podcast for you. Yeah. And this is interesting because although Mark hasn't been to Australia, I have. I've been a couple of times. But both times when I went, I was vegetarian. So, I mean, it's 10 years since I've been. It could be completely different now. But I've definitely got some very good Australian vegan cookbooks. So I'm hoping mm. it will be quite easy. And I think the thing is, going to Australia, is we will be able to explain ourselves quite clearly. Yeah, and I think they do have dedicated vegan cafes and restaurants, don't they? So yeah. I think that's something that's quite important. You've got to remember in Australia that it's a really big outdoor eating culture. So there's a lot of kind of, you know, well, salads, barbecues, um, snacks, and people don't really have indoor sit-down meals in the same way that we do all the time. So I think it's going to be a healthy kind of I think it's quite nutritious food. I think it's going to be lots of smoothies. I think there's, you know, separate vegan items shouldn't be a problem. And I think the thing that I'm expecting is if I contrast it to when we went to France, Mm. where there's a classic French cuisine where there's lots of butter cooked, lots of lots of cheese. And when we try to explain in France, we don't want any dairy and also we don't want any meat. Mm. They basically gave us the meat dish without any meat on yeah, it. it so just... it was still the mashed potato mashed with butter and it was like oh, how do you explain it yeah but i think in australia they don't have a single a singular way of cooking like french or english yeah. or german they're much more multicultural so it. they're going to be drawing on a much wider variety and have a i'm expecting a much more varied food style definitely than going to a single country like germany or france or england yeah so i'm actually not expecting any problems at all in australia no purely because of their 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 diverse culture yeah and i think they literally have immigrants from every sort of continent Mm. there so they all have communities as well just like you would in any other city so some are easier than others but you know it shouldn't be a massive problem it's it's i think it's going to be fine i think it's going to be quite easy 
The only bits of the only bits that I'm more concerned about in Australia is the flight. So mm. we're flying on Qantas, but that should be okay because yeah. we have ordered vegan. Yeah, but we're doing two internal train journeys: one between Sydney and Melbourne, and another one between Melbourne and Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, from we are using a booking agent from the UK. We have specified very clearly to the booking yeah. agent we are vegan, but that will be interesting yeah because we've had that we had we've had a journey in the uk when we did the um caledonian sleeper up to scotland yeah and we told them in advance we were vegan and that didn't work didn't work well so that may be the the only issue yeah i think flights again are, are much better now than they used to be i think particularly with sort of the allergy side of it so i don't see that being a massive problem we just need to check at every stage so we are being a bit pedantic about every opportunity yeah. telling them that we're vegan um i think they have a duty of care now particularly to be careful of allergies so hopefully it should be a standard vegan meal shouldn't be an issue that's what i'm guessing that's what i'm hoping anyway and i think there'll be lots of places we can eat out mm. um we were looking today at we're going to go to the clare valley and we're going to go on a wine tour Yay! we found <laughs> we found the restaurant a good restaurant there in the middle of, of the of the valley a vineyard well, it's actually in a vineyard yeah what more could you want and we could look at their website and look at the menu yeah so yeah well, that fine. was great and and i think you know if you're in the outback you're obviously going to have kangaroo steak and that's about it but we are not going into really remote areas and for instance when we go to uh, Katoomba in the Blue Mountains we're hiring a little you know bed and breakfast type place not that's not the right like Airbnb. Airbnb sorry um, so we can take food with us we can cook it there the same when we go out into the Clare Valley it's less um, densely populated so we are hiring a camper van and all we need to do is get stocked up before we go on the road really mm. and just take food with us and that'll be fine so, we now invite you to join us on our trip yeah. to Australia, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Blue yeah. Mountains, Clare Valley. Here we go. Here we come. Cheers. Chuck another shrimp on the barbie. Let's <laughs> make it a vegan one. <laughs> Have another glass of wine. Definitely, if in doubt. So, here we are now in Australia. Indeed. We have travelled yet another 8,000 kilometres. Oh my goodness, it feels like it. <laughs> From Japan to Australia, we came over on Qantas. Uh-oh. And probably wouldn't fly Qantas again. It wasn't great, to put it mildly. It was not good. It was rubbish food, rubbish service. It was just not nice. Real shame. Mm. Real shame. Mm. And the good point is that we're not flying with Qantas on the way home. We're and the flying... good point is they did give us vegan food. It they, was just they shit. They did give us, give us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mince your words. Say it like it is. Uh, yeah, well, you know me. It was, uh, yeah. It I got wasn't... one drink. Oh, well, I mean, that's bad enough. Yeah. So if you're coming to Australia, probably avoid Qantas if you can. Yes. Come with Singapore Airlines. Defo. We flew into Sydney. Mm-hmm. Some lovely restaurants in Sydney. We found it pretty easy to find restaurants that were vegan and also vegan food mm-hmm. uh, in the supermarkets. Well, they actually have a really good selection of vegan food in supermarkets because they have a lot of Asian food. So a lot of tofu, a lot of stir fries. You do have to watch that there's not fish sauce in the packages that come with the stir fry, we as did we that. found. Yeah. yeah. But you can take that package out because it's completely separately packaged. We found it actually really easy to get a lot of vegan stuff in Sydney in the supermarket, but actually in Melbourne, we've struggled to get any vegan margarine. 
we have. But we did get some in the end, so it was okay. There's loads of fresh uh, produce at the markets here in Melbourne. Uh, masses of organic fresh vegetables, loads of whole foods at really good price, loads of coffee, as you discovered, which mm-hmm. is another of your passions. Um, so, yeah, that was really good. We can get breakfast at the youth hostel that we're staying at, but we can't get a vegan breakfast unless you want to pay $12, which is about six quid, for drinks and toast with nothing on it. So that's not what we're doing no what has been really useful and easy both in sydney and in melbourne sydney more so is the transport network is really good both mm. of the cities have trams and we have hopped on trams particularly in sydney yeah. hopped on a tram went out of the main downtown sydney into a little sort of suburb or suburban area called um newtown and we went to an amazing uh, Indian vegan restaurant mm. in Sydney called The Green Mushroom. Yeah. So if you're in Sydney, highly recommended. And don't be afraid to jump on the trams. Sydney is really easy because it's tap on, tap off. So you just take your credit card, tap on when you get on the tram, train, boat, whatever it is. Tap off again at the bus. Um, Melbourne is a little bit more difficult because you have to have a, a prepaid Mikey card, which we have done as well. Uh, so I would definitely recommend getting out into the suburbs as well. Some amazing vegan restaurants in Australia. Something else to mention about Australia eating out is quite often you don't have a license at the place you're eating. So they often do BYO, which is bring your own alcohol. And very often it's near to a suitable liquor store anyway. So you're perfectly entitled to bring your own beer at no extra cost. So often like the vegan restaurant we went to, they don't serve alcohol. They haven't got an alcohol license. You just go and bring your own. Mm, worked really well. Yep did work really well we are also um talking about some of the different cafes and things so we went last night to a restaurant which we thought was open and it turned out it wasn't so we'd seen it in the guidebook it all looked fine got there after quite a long walk to be fair we'd spent 12 hours on a train we got here thought right let's just go and eat a nice restaurant don't worry about cooking we got there we couldn't find it it taken us probably 45 minutes to walk yeah. there couldn't find it looked around got really peed off came back again and just went to a really nasty burger restaurant um we later found out that it moved by looking on their website so one of the things that i would advise is no matter what the guidebook says about how many vegan restaurants there are and what the details are check it on the website yeah 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 definitely the other thing to that we could mention is the train travel so we have traveled so far from sydney to melbourne mm-hmm. um we did ask at the kiosk before traveling will there be vegan meals there wasn't actually a vegan meal so we did a a, an, a ten and a half hour journey from sydney to melbourne they came around saying would anyone like a meal and none of the meals were vegan however when we went to the buffet car they did have vegan options i think you saw a vegan pie Mm -hmm. um there are a a vegan wrap that they had so there were vegan options on these long train journeys but i think it is worth checking out beforehand if you're going to do a very long journey remember traveling from city to city in australia takes a long time They did actually also say before we got on that we could have gone to the buffet car straight away as soon as it opened, reserved whatever we wanted, paid for it, and they would have kept it back for us, which is a really good idea as well. But we basically took our own food. We kind of took an onboard picnic. Now, that was fine on the New South Wales trains, but I don't think we're going to be able to do that tomorrow when we go from Melbourne to Adelaide. 
We shall see. Yeah, we'll find out. If we get chucked off halfway, it's because we brought a massive picnic. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's good so far, generally. Wonderful. Yeah, it's good. All right, we'll check in in Adelaide. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, we had so much fun in Adelaide and in the Clare Valley that... We forgot to do the other part of the podcast when we were in Australia. Well, to be honest, when we did remember, we'd probably drunk too I think much. It wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, I was trying to hide that, and now you've gone and given it away. Yeah, but they know what we're like by now. It's okay. <laughs> so we're actually now back in the UK following Ooh. our trip. It's sad. Us. I don't know. It's like sad it. and it's cold. Yeah, and it's wet and it's dark. But apart from that, it's fine. So the last time we spoke to you, we were actually in the youth hostel in Melbourne. And the following day, we caught the train to Adelaide. We were a bit worried that we couldn't take a picnic with us, but it was fine. Absolutely fine. Well, let's put it this way. No one stopped us and we just did it anyway. Yeah. And then you have to be aware that when you get to the other side, you've crossed over a uh, boundary for... Um, quarantine so you do have to then dump anything that you've brought in that's true so we had some um, broccoli (laughs) it was broccoli and I think we had some fruit as well that we brought from New South Wales um, or that that area Victoria area uh, Melbourne and gone through into South Australia Mm. and we had to put all of our fresh food in the bin yeah it's like being in an airport it's a bit Mm. sad Mm. But we went to some amazing markets in Adelaide Mm. and we found a vegan fast food chain called Lord of the Fries. Mm. So that was just a, well, a weird thing for me because I don't eat that kind of food, like fried fast food takeaway. But we just came across it by accident, really. And it was amazing. Like the whole place, everything in it was vegan. And then we saw another one and then Mm. another one. So we think it's a franchise. Mm. But the whole store is full of every vegan takeaway option you could think of. They basically copy McDonald's, KFC, um, you know, hot dogs, dogs, rack of ribs, gyro, um, Greek food, all sorts of stuff. And it was amazing. It was really, it was really good. So if you're in South Australia, then certainly look out for Lord of the Fries if you Mm. just want that, that, a a quick meal of an evening. And you mentioned the market. So we had gone to the markets just to have a look around, basically get some veg. We were hoping to find some organic veg, which we did. Um, And one of the organic little sort of health food stores in there well, it wasn't little, it was quite big. They had a whole fridge of fresh, vegan and gluten-free cakes. Oh mm. my God, how amazing was that? Incredible. And their markets, we have some good markets in the UK, but Australian markets, I guess it, I guess it's an issue of, of land space and the land mass that they've got. They were just huge. Yeah. Absolutely big. enormous, mm. which was wonderful because uh, it just had such a huge selection. And we look for organic and it wasn't like there was one organic stall mm. there were about four or five huge organic yeah, stalls and they sell all the kind of provisions that you'd get in a health food shop and it's basically like going to a supermarket that's full of vegan whole foods really so mm. great right up our street so we hired a camper van in adelaide and took it up to the clare valley to sample some wine for a few days which was wonderful mm-hmm. we did attempt to go to some of the vineyards for food and whilst we thought in advance they would be okay they turned out not great no they i mean to be fair they're concentrating on the wine and i get that and that's good and we weren't really put out of joint because we could just take some stuff with us we were cycling so we hired bikes and cycled the riesling trail Mm. uh, stopping off on numerous uh, stops along the way and having a few 
Um, so yeah, it was just a question of taking some food with us, which we did, which was fine. So let's do our top tips. We've got top five tips for traveling through Australia as a vegan. Mm. And the first one um, completely took me by surprise is barbecues. Yeah, I did say about this. Oh, you did. I know mm. you did. But I think the reality of things is often really different mm. when so you, you actually can, see them. Yeah, I mean, you, if you said to everyone, oh, there's free barbecues and you could use them whenever you like, firstly, you think, what? People don't nick them. Secondly, how can they be free if they're gas? And thirdly, oh, I'm not eating off a barbecue that someone else has cooked a steak on. No way. But they're different over there, aren't they? Yeah, they, the Australian barbecues are, are a hot plate. And the hot plate's got a slight sort of angle in it, angle towards the middle, with a hole right in the middle, and all the, the fat drips through the hole into this drip tray underneath that you can clean. They're electric, and you and sometimes just... they're gas as well. The the one in that we had one in a camper van that was gas, mm. but the free ones that are around about are electric. You just turn up at them, press the button. Mm. Some of them they might ask you to put a dollar in or something, yeah. but they're generally free and they're outdoors, made under a little you know canopy. Even when you stop at a rest stop on the motor, well not the motorway, but the main road, pull off and there's a barbecue there. You know, you can just stop and help yourself, and it's a really, I don't know, it's quite liberating over here. It just wouldn't well, and they're clean. <laughs> they're all nicked. of them. <laughs> there would be if you did it in the UK, it would be graffiti by day one. Filthy by day two and nicked, nicked by day three. <laughs> and also what was really nice, we stayed at a couple of campsites and they had free pizza ovens and they were proper pizza ovens. You could just rock up and use it. Yeah. And you know, that to well, I just thought that was amazing really. Not that I'm gonna make pizza dough in a camper van, but you know, um the camper vans also had the pull out uh barbecues, didn't they? Yeah, put a little uh, door down on the side of the camper. Um, and I would say 95% of the caravans on the campsite that we saw had the same thing. Yeah, <coughs> literally just pulled out on a shelf. And, and they were gas, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But hot plate style, mm-hmm. you know, hot yeah. plate. So that was really good. So definitely um, stop off at your local supermarket or health food shop and pick up some snags, as they call them, and uh, check them on the barbie. And what are snags? Sausages. Okay, well done. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, that, that that's, you, you could literally just be in a car driving along, thinking, "Oh, I want to stop for a bar, I want to stop yeah. for a barbecue," and you can find mm. a barbecue. It's mm-hmm. great. So that's top tip number one. Top tip number two is be proactive. What we mean by that is ask all the right questions. So, for instance, as we've said, getting on public transport where there was food provided, we made loads of inquiries. We made sure that people understood what vegan was and we kind of had a backup plan. So you do have to ask a lot of questions and you do have to go in and you know check out the menu and stuff. But we had a really good experience in the Clare Valley. We went to a restaurant called Ragu. Mm-hmm. And do you want to say how we... Yeah, that was in, so that was in Clare itself. And we fancy going out for a meal that night rather than cook snags on the barbie. And we literally walked up to the restaurant and we looked at the menu outside, kind of lunchtime. It was Italian restaurant, by the way. Yeah, it was Italian. And we looked at the menu and we thought, oh, that could be made vegan. That could be made vegan. Or that could be made vegan. And we just went in and explained what we wanted. And they were amazing. And I think we were lucky that we got the owner manager. and She knew the menu inside out and she knew how it was all made and she knew exactly what was vegan, what could be adapted. And there was copious amounts of choice. So I think that is a real is a real top tip. And actually it's a lesson to me as well, is to be vocal, be proactive. And if you do see a restaurant you fancy going to in the evening, pop in at lunchtime 
and just make an inquiry and let them know mm. and it was, they're very happy to adapt it was quite ironic because I said while we're eating you know we're two English people in Australia eating in an Italian restaurant and drinking wine that I think where did we get the wine from it was another country as well mm. My, oh, I don't know it was just it was amazing yeah it was a good experience we had to cycle home in the dark though having drunk a bottle of wine well most of a bottle of wine because the other bit was in my front carrier <laughs> In the dark, cycling home. <laughs> and top tip number three is: um, if you're if you're listening to this in the UK, you remember Woolworths Pick a Mix Sweets mm. in the seventies and eighties, which we don't have now. But they have Pick and Mix in Australia. They also but have Woolworths, and they do have Woolworths. <laughs> yes, but the Pick and Mix in Australia is for health food. Yeah. So nuts, seeds, grains, pulses. Cereals, all, everything. All in these great big pick and mix vats. And it was it was like being a child in a sweet shop, but yeah. as an adult and going to get all this amazing pick and mix stuff. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's something that's worth mentioning. Whatever you're going over and buying in Australia, and you've got to buy a large amount of it. So, you know, pick and mix being an example, we had to buy some um, soy sauce. So we bought some shoyu sauce. And you can only get it on these massive dispensers in certain sizes, so like jam jar size. So we had to use that up before we left because it was such a waste of money. It was all organic. And mm. so if you're going to buy a lot of bulk stuff, like, you know, jars of coffee, tubs of margarine, that kind of thing, get it at the beginning of your of your trip and then just use it throughout rather than have to keep buying whole new big vats of stuff. Yeah. And top tip number four is... Uh, go and explore the markets mm. much bigger than the UK mm-hmm. and uh, a much bigger variety of food and the food that they do have is about 300 times the size <laughs> of the stuff that we have in the UK the cauliflowers the yeah, cabbages yeah, the really. leeks are massive I know and it's just you know ideal growing conditions they've got such diversity in Australia that we haven't got here you know, you can travel hundreds of miles and have a completely different sort of temperature, temperature and climate and amount of rainfall. And they just use the country to its advantage, just grow certain stuff in certain areas. It is amazing. And it's so well presented. It was. Yeah. And everywhere's clean. Mm-hmm. It was it was lovely. So get out into the markets. And our last top tip number five is just when you're doing general shopping, in the UK, we have a tendency to have these free-from sections. So they'd have a free-from kind of larder, and then you'd have free-from chilled. We were looking for the free-from section in Australia, and they tended not to do it. It was all mixed in, basically. So you could get all the stuff, but you had to go into the other section of, like, normal food, as people would call it, <laughs> and, and dig it out. So things like cheese, you know, it would be in the cheese counter or cream. It would be in the cream area. So although they did have a dried goods Sometimes they would have a slightly separate section, but the majority of the time it was all in with everything else. Yeah. 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 To be honest, the amount of vegetables you've got over there and fruit, you could just you could live, live on, that. on that. Yeah. So there you go. They are our five top tips for traveling around Australia. We had an incredible trip mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll be back. And we definitely relied on happy cow. That was very useful. Happy cow. That made a lot of difference. And doing some research in a guidebook before you go. Yeah, Lonely Planet guidebook was, was great. Yeah. So that was it. So when's the next trip? Uh, next year. <laughs> or possibly the year after. <laughs> when I've saved up. Okay. But yeah, and, and big shout out to Singapore Airlines because they were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Cool. Well, I'm going to start packing for next year then. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. If you'd like to be featured on the show or to send us any comments, please email behealthy at govegan.online. See you soon.